Hello and welcome to the Coast Football Ramble podcast. We're back and we're distancing ourselves. Sean joins us for a chat and we answer your questions. I'm Jimmy, I'm joined by Pete, Luke, Josh and Morrow. How are you guys? Hello. What's up lockdown legends? Well isolated. So this is what the outside of my house looks like. <laughs> <laughs> and we're stuck in a sweat box here. Get away from me. There's no other guys I'd rather be stuck in a sweat box with, to be fair. And the OG crew is all back, all five. Mm. Mm. I bought a 3D printer during the lockdown. And I printed a World Cup. Nice. Mm. Nice. That is good. I got a. Um, I got a... An isolation puppy, a, a lockdown Labrador. Oh, that's <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah, a little 15, uh, 15 year, no, 15 week old lab. What's his name? Arlo. 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 Oh, it's nice, isn't like it? Like the good dinosaur, which I actually watched for the first time. I've not seen that yet. I watched it on Sunday. It's, um, yeah, pretty good. Four out of five. Hmm. Yeah, good. Jeez, your isolation has been rough, hasn't it? How long have you got kids and you're watching that? <laughs> we got Disney Plus, so, you know, may as well make use of it. Oh, I sailed the high seas for all that content. Uh, mm. Yeah, well, you got to keep it away from those other pirates, you know. You just yeah, yeah. <laughs> good yeah. deeds, mate. Yeah. White hat. <laughs> Morrow. Not much. Just been working hard and trying to forget about what football was like before we went into lockdown. And What's that disgusting shirt you're wearing? Uh, on the top here, we've got the um, Premier's uh, jacket from the Gunners' successful season of oh, last year. Is that the year. one we scored a goal? What, what do you th- yeah, I did actually. Does any, has anyone heard that? <laughs> Pete, what do you think of this jacket? Love it. Yeah. Red hot, mate. I thought you Up might. the Dragons. Yeah, I'm talking about your shirt. Oh, under there? Under yeah. there. At the next level is um, the winner's shirt in the Premier League. That is the Premier League. What's you that? Like the champions of England. He's gone full double brag. Yeah, lucky for you there's no asterisks. Huh? Hmm? Hey, I've got the socks, the hat. Is there anything else? I'm yeah, all over he's, it. yeah, you're all over it, aren't you? Disgusting. You sicken me. <laughs> <laughs> We've got to take our opportunity. It's been a long time since the last drink. Mm. <laughs> Was there ever one? Uh, Josh, what are you out to, mate? Not a lot. Um, well, with the with the lockdown sort of um, ending, I sort of did a t- have a, have a timeline to get back to the gym, and I've lost a few kilos, so that's that's pretty good. Um, other than that. Not really that much. I'm a pretty pretty boring, bland sort of person. So I just watch football. No, I, I just watch. Not. I just watch football and tweet. Come on, Josh. There might be girls Don't listening. Don't let anyone ever tell you that. There might be girls listening. Are Except sh- us. Are you sure about that? There's exactly three girls listening. <laughs> Hi, Lauren. <laughs> Two plus one. There might be thirty-five, except for Lauren. But <clears throat> you might have a chance. Don't put yourself down like that. See you on Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> What's Luke been up to? Uh, mate, I have done, not done a thing. I work from home. I've been home for the last four and a half months and uh, not left the house except to go to the shops. You've been gaming more? I've been gaming a lot more. My sleep schedule is all out the window. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's why I'm tired. Staying up to like <laughs> two o'clock in the morning playing Xbox and uh, logging on to work from home for a loose nine o'clock. So uh, it's, yeah. Shout out to ITK Clan on uh, COD. Shout out to the Warzone. Yeah, shout out to the Warzone clan. <laughs> the what Warzone, have you been doing, Jim? The Warzone crew. I bought the three D printer. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I've been taking care of my kid too. Yeah, of course. Mm. How is he? He's nearly two years now. Jesus. Yeah, he's that around. Flown boy. He Scores loves quick. trains. He loves cars. Every time we go past the train station, I have to pull over and <laughs> stop there, and then we get out and look at a couple of trains go by, and then go. 
like with the uh, level crossings and stuff like that as well. No, Wong train station. Oh, just a station. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, Mate, that's that's the worst it's, train station to stop. <laughs> it's not too bad at the moment that's because the worst one. stay in the car, lock the doors. <laughs> because there's uh, not Make many sure people catching the, the trains. The there's not many scum there, so that's quite good. Stay off the housing commission side. As long as he's not hanging around Wyong Station later in life. Yeah, that's okay. right. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get him used to he'll it. He'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, son, this is where you'll be. <laughs> but uh, he's, been, he's been riding his if bike. If you don't study. <laughs> Started riding his uh, little trike. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, he's going good. That's awesome. Hmm. Cool. Loving it. Loving being dad. Right, Fred's question. What are your honest expectations with the remaining games? With so many restrictions on training, what do you think the fitness level will be like? Not just us, but across the league. Well, fitness is going to play a huge part, isn't it? Because they've only been back in training for a couple of weeks. And then you've got the Melbourne sides that have only just come up to Sydney and only really just started training now. Doing laps in their rooms. <laughs> well, uh, they are quarantining, um, but they are allowed to train, I believe. So, But they're going to struggle. As long as they don't go riding on any uh, golf carts. Golf carts. Like yeah. Wellington, <laughs> That's Wellington. When they were here. Um, no, it's, it's going to have a huge impact because, I mean, they've all been affected in the same way that every other sort of regular person has is that they can't do their normal stuff and they couldn't have uh, kept fit at a gym or anything. They would have had to go sort of old school and go for a few runs around the block or run down the park or do do sort of whatever they could to stay fit. And, you know, I assume they would have been probably given something from the club to for something to do from home, but there's only so much you can do in that sort of environment that's not a proper training environment. So Do what Gumpy did and uh, build a home gym. That works. If you could get any equipment, I tried. But you need, no, he built Everybody stuff bought himself. Shit. Oh, that's a different story. Mm. So many different variables, though. Like we got, uh, we're going to get to play some games at our home stadium. Lots of teams not playing at any of their home stadiums. Maybe we could hope that Melbourne Victory don't play any more games and we finish all of ours mm. and win them so that we can get away from where we are. Mm. Um, it's, sort of, it's really hard to have expectations of the remaining games because. Maybe, seven, there, maybe there won't yeah. be any after this weekend. That's let's exactly hope, right. Let's hope there is, but mm. um, we're all going to have to do the right thing, I guess, and make sure we're not the next outbreak. Yeah, well, there was a uh, another scare during the week with one of the victory players um, that recently came up to New South Wales showing COVID symptoms. Tested negative in the end, but you know, anything could happen. Mm-hmm. I feel, yeah, I feel like it's very fluid at the moment still, like even... I think it would be okay if there wasn't this whole Kishula Hotel thing sort yeah. of happening in Sydney. Oh, that's thrown a spanner in the works, hasn't it? Who knows where people have been going? I've seen one list. There was like a there was like a list of about fifteen different spots that sort of one person had been after they went to the hotel, and it's like, how do you? Yeah, one how, one like, truckie from Victoria spreads it all out. Yeah, yeah, all it takes is one person to do the wrong thing and to go somewhere, not report it, not mm. go for a test. Sometimes you might you might. You know, you might be positive and you have no symptoms, so you don't even worry about going for a test. So it's, it's yeah, I, I would have been more than happy if they just decided to can the rest of the season and just go for next season and sort of focus on a new beginning. But mm. here we are. Well, as far fi- as expectations go, I have a big fat zero. With the fitness levels as well, I mean, it's not just about cardio and, and keeping yourself well maintained. Match fitness is a whole different kettle of fish. Yeah. You know... You can't replicate that. No one's going to have that sharpness coming back, so... Yeah, I'm not sure. And we weren't very sharp to begin with either, were we? (laughs) (laughs) Might help us a bit. Does it level the playing field? Yeah. Yeah, We've probably still got a fairly youthful 
um, squad. So having also actually we have lost a few youthful players, but um, we still have a youthful squad. So it might be to our advantage uh, some of the disruption that goes you know to some of the other teams. So. Like was just mentioned, I think playing games at home is probably an advantage. Yeah. You know? Well, it doesn't seem to have played out that way in some other competitions, um, but mm. we'll, we'll have a crowd. Familiar surround sort of maybe gives the team a bit of a leg up. I don't know. Crowd. Will we be one of the first in the world to have a crowd back? No. At the football? Or oh, you mean in yeah, sport in football. general? Yeah. Romania never stopped, did they? Belarus didn't. <laughs> Up FK Slutsk, yes. <laughs> My boys are on a bad run of form at the moment, but I believe in this Slutsk. They will come back. I don't I think COVID Slutsk. exists there. Um, I, don't, I don't think I believe in it. Well, not it according to in. their president. If you keep drinking vodka and go yeah. into the sauna, it's fine. Yeah. No uh, tests, no cases. New Zealand have fans at the rugby? Yes. Yep. Uh, okay. They had 30,000 or something at the at the rugby. Hmm. Yeah, Perth are about to wow. welcome back. AFL fans for some games. That's right, West Coast Eagles. I saw that the other day. Fremantle sold 40,000 uh, 40, <laughs> tickets with the expectation they were going to have 60,000 and now they've been told they can only sell 30,000. Yep. So they have to refund 10,000 tickets. Yeah, nice. ouch. Yeah, well, I mean, like the AFL have had crowds back in Sydney and that over the weekend, so has the NRL. Um, but in terms of football, I think we might be top three or four or something mm. like that. It's maybe sort of got crowds back in that had them out in the first place. I would say, just before we move on from the expectations point of view... I was about to answer my expectations are also oh, zero. Okay. Go oh, on. Yeah. No, well, the, the, the mere fact that our club still exists, the A-League still mm. apparently exists, mm. there is going to be more games played, that seems like a positive from some of the places that we've been in the last few months. So I, feel like, I feel like it was on a knife's edge probably like oh a yeah. month and a half ago like seemed it was a bit concerning. very <laughs> mostly our club well, yeah it was yeah. very very touch and go and sometimes no news no news is good news the majority of the time but not when it comes to us <laughs> <laughs> if, if things are too quiet for a while with us i do start to get a bit concerned mm. but yeah. when it seemed we didn't get the fox money then i thought that just might be it no yeah I that agree. would have been the death knell i agree yeah. i think so but yeah, no, just don't. We still have a club. Yes. Foxtel's a bit... That whole situation was... Yeah, can we um, talk about that, actually? Yeah. Foxtel is ass. Yeah. like I, I dropped it probably a year ago now. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've got rid of Fox. I've gotten rid of KO, which I'm probably going to have to get it back to watch the rest of the season. Just I've got it back for the F1. Some sort of a fix. Mm. But, I mean, if they lose the A-League, I'll be completely gone from... Oh, I'm, yeah, together. I'm, I'm out, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I, like I, I, I enjoy watching other sports. Like, I enjoy watching watching the AFL in the off-season and that, but it's not worth it. And the way they've the way they've acted in the last sort of few months with getting rid of all their journalists, like, not just yep. not just across our sport, but They're across the They're getting rid of AFL. all the journos. Yeah, yeah. but it's just, in, it's just nuts what they've done the last few months. And, you know, for a company that is supposedly owned by someone who's got a lot of money, um, it's not a good look. And I think there's a lot of better alternatives out there, like Optus, and then you've got mm. other new players potentially coming in, like... Design is a new one on the market that are big sort of in boxing, but they want to expand into other sort of sports. The um, MPL have already sort of they started with the the MPL the have their own service. yeah their own yeah. streaming service MPL TV, um, which is just yeah their own OTT um, streaming environment, and that looks like a good setup um, and something potentially that I guess the FFA could look into yeah. in the future. Mm-hmm. So I mean you know they've been I think without. Foxtel, we probably wouldn't have a league because we needed a start mm. somewhere 15 years ago or whatever. 
but I think it's probably run its course now. I think the way they've acted over the last couple of months has, has really shown their disdain, not just for the league, <laughs> but for the sport of yeah, football on the whole. It's, it's clear where their agenda is and it's not with football. Yeah, they're just not a supporter of, of our game anymore, yeah. or not to the extent that we need them to be. And, and now the, the audience is getting so small that, that that it's sort of pointless. Well, let's be honest, the FFA have run, run into the ground as well. The, yeah. the, they both, yeah. you know, worked hand in hand to screw the game. Yeah. <laughs> Do we yeah. think Optus Sports is a viable option? Well, if they can get a partner to run the broadcasting side of mm. things, then absolutely, because at the moment they just take the feed direct from the UK or direct from Japan or, or Korea mm-hmm. um, and um, run their own commentary over the top. So... Th- yeah, the FFA will need to or step up rather. and produce its own material and sell it to people like Optus. They do a decent job, though. Their, I, pr- I their production, their content that they put out, and even the content they were putting out during the whole shutdown was fantastic. Some of the um, Australian... The MPL stuff? Yeah, the MPL stuff. Yeah, the um, uh, like the Croatian clubs and the Macedonian clubs and stuff. Mm. I can't remember what it was called. Um, but it was it was a great... Oh, the Football Belongs series. That's it, yeah. yes. Mm. Yeah, it was a great watch. That's Optus, yeah, producing itself, but actually, like, people on the ground work. It's going to have to yeah. be done by FFA. Yeah, FFA or outsource it. And I'm, I am hearing rumours that Simon Hill will be director of comms. Speaking of that, well, Simon Hill leaving Fox Sports was a big shock to me and thinking that was a sort of time where I'm like, okay, Fox really don't care. The, the voice of their the daily, voice basically. of their Absolutely. sport is gone. You he know, doesn't suit their agenda mm, anyway. Mm. With the, I think the way that he thinks he would like... Not that he'll be able to if he's at the FFA, but he'll be able to have much more of an influence, hopefully. In hopefully. A, in that With the new, new role. regime there yeah, as well. I think at Fox, he was probably a bit hamstrung by mm. the powers that be with what he could write and what mm-hmm. he could speak about. And, and he couldn't be critical of the broadcaster because he obviously works for them. I'm glad he's going to continue sort of with, you know, the, the commentary and journalism piece anyway. In the meantime, he's appearing on SEN this mm-hmm. weekend mm-hmm. Um, to commentate. Put so. out a great article today. If um, you're interested yeah, in reading it in the Guardian, a state of the game mm-hmm. article, didn't you? Yeah. yeah, in the Guardian, it was a really good read. If you're interested, yeah, but he's a fantastic operator. He's a spe- spectacular journo, and um, mm-hmm. yeah, obviously wishing well, and would hope to see him in some sort of executive capacity. He's one of the great advocates FFA. for this game in this country, so he's a pretty important guy. And they've still got Speedy and Bloody Archie on comps. Yeah. Do you know what I, I like about wait. this podcast? We've got a run sheet, Mute. and we just like. Yeah, going from top to bottom that? to mid to top to bottom again. Ignore it. <laughs> no, we're just it's called flow, all right? Just dredging up whatever we can. Just don't, just, don't worry, just I can, it, I can only flow. see it when I'm closer <laughs> than this anyway. I've got glasses on, I still can't get um, Our last game, which was the bridge game for a couple of us in this room. Yeah, the bridge crew. Um, that feels like three years ago. City beat us 4-2. I don't remember much about it. We scored Jordan early, Murray scored in the second minute. Yeah. minute. Um, Jamie McLaren then scored in the fifth. Um, Sosayeta scored in the 10th uh, McLaren got another one in the 48th um, Murray, <laughs> Murray in the 69th and then McLaren rounded it off 4-2 um, to bag his hat-trick of tap-ins hat-trick Man, tap-in merchant ha- uh, shout out to that one City fan that was uh, at the ground look like um, a zombie reaching through the yeah, fence yeah. <laughs> yeah we managed to see uh, a couple of the goals through the palm trees when we were standing on the We bridge. saw the Murray goal. Two two good yeah. finishes from us, to be fair. The first mm. one is, is broken through and, and slotted it very nicely. Um, the second one, I think, was a header from a yeah, set piece. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, he took it very well um, to propel himself to the top of the goal-scoring charts this season as well. I think it was in the near post That's from a corner. low bar. Him, he and uh, Milan Juric uh, <laughs> leading, the, leading the charge on four goals apiece. Uh. Um, it was good to see, and it's a shame that 
you know, he didn't get to play the week after because I think that would have given him no end of confidence mm. um, to go on and, and keep bagging goals. In the same vein, do you think that the stopping of LLLLL each week <laughs> might have yeah. helped reset the minds I, of our well, I crew? hope so. That's, that's my big hope. Surely you have to treat what's happened as like, like an off-season yeah. and sort of like a reset and treat these last four or five games like a mini season and be like all right yeah bust your asses hopefully someone gets done get through this get as many points as we can and then build into next season exactly well there's been like, change as well we've, be you know we've we've lost players we've moved some players along we've um got some new prospects so, so you can jump down here and talk about this now <laughs> do i it. can't do see it. that we've, do lo- it, we've lost kim what are those wiggles on that screen over there <laughs> and harold during covid Kim, and we, we lost Majok and Shabal just before COVID. It was announced five minutes after our last <coughs> podcast wrapped up. Which was Majok when was that, Pete? That was, uh, was it? 18th of March, I think. Mm. Yeah, so a little while ago it's now. It's been a while between drinks. It's been, it's been a, a long while. time. Um, yeah, so Kim obviously chose to head back to Korea. Can't begrudge him that. A lot of the international players, mm-hmm. visa players no, did. No. Um, Harold uh, moved on for personal reasons. Um, I feel like Harold will probably give it up now. It's a shame because he did. I felt he had something to offer. So did I. He was a man of the match one or two games, I think. Yeah, he's he was against Newcastle, I think, when he scored an absolute banger. Yeah, because he's a qualified lawyer. Is he just? He, that's why. Yeah. yeah. That's why he got frozen out when he was at Perth because he, I think he was still studying when Popovich got there. Did he get on well with McGlinchey? D- uh, well, maybe. <laughs> maybe that's why he's retired. Um, <laughs> and I think that's why because maybe he was still studying. He wasn't completely sort of focused on football I know he had issues he had issues with um, Popovich playing his sons ahead of him as yeah. well in the, in the pecking order yeah so yeah. I, I mean I think Harold's a pretty good handy player I would have been more than happy mm. for him to stay fantastic squad he at least sons. yeah for but sure I, is he from Perth I think he is yeah I think yeah, he I'm is so yeah. I mean if he's got all these I don't know if he's got a missus or whatever but if he wants to go home and go and be a lawyer he, he's more than more than probably capable of doing that and having a, a standard comfortable career rather than this sort of fledgling football one that's and, and going and playing every week in the yeah, NPL and picking up a few extra thousand moving, dollars here and there yeah you know f- moving into state and he's yeah if he wants to stay if he wants to stay there in Perth he's only really got only really got one club besides the NPL so. I mean I wouldn't be super shocked if he got picked up again in the future um, by an A-League club as a squad player because no. like I said I think he's got something to offer mm. Presumably, we just moved Marjok and uh, Chabot on because they were the <laughs> were running. They out were never in the plan. Not good enough. Well, yeah, I thought, I thought there was a bit of potential there. But oh. No. And can that, that be the last had, time had you ever say, say that, that about Chabot? <laughs> fans would have been disappointed. Now. He's gone. Surely, surely, he's potentially. Gone. <sighs> he should have gone with that whole um, <laughs> Israel Falau stuff. Anyway, oh, yeah. <clears throat> um, we have gained Michael Glassick. Michael Neal and Travis Major and Nick Olsen. Trialists or trialing? Training. 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 Yeah, I'm not sure they're necessarily trialing, but we do have two spots open for new players. So it would be great to see Glasso back. Mm -hmm. Um, I would love to see him get a professional contract here. 100%. I think think he deserves it. Yep. Um, Michael Neal and Travis Major have obviously been here before. Um, Nick Olsen is a bit of an unknown quantity for myself. Um, yeah. I know he's playing over in Kuwait in the second division over there. So, yeah, we'll um, yeah we'll see what happens there. Hmm. So you take Glasso and one of the others, other than uh, I'd take Glasso. 
give Glasso three years right now. Mm, yep. Like for mine. And Definitely. Not even, yeah, not even kidding. Um, in terms you take of one short of the term, well, I haven't seen Nick Olsen, so I can't speak to that. I haven't seen Michael Noel play since he left, so I don't know if he's improved or if he's playing a different position. Mm. I don't know. That position that he plays in or, or did play in when he was at our club has not been well filled recently. Did I put that diplomatically enough? So Yeah, but he wasn't great there last time he was no. here. When he moved centrally for us, he was actually quite decent. Yeah, a couple better. of games. Yeah, yeah. Although he did, did make you say it. decent or better? He did make a couple of passes. Mm. He was more decent there <laughs> than he was out on the left. But, um, and Travis Major, he actually had a good, a really good run over in Hong Kong. If he could bring that sort of form here, then who knows? But um, yeah, Nick look. Olsen's a bit of an unknown for me. I've I've never seen him play. I don't really know anything about him. I wonder if. Well, we have to hope. If he's any good, he might get a contract. Well, I wouldn't be entirely surprised if they did bring him in as a straight swap for Harold because he's a winger apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, you know, it would be good to keep our stocks bolstered um, for these last three games out there. Yeah, you have to wonder about because the team that he's at in Kuwait's just been promoted back into the top flight. And he said back in February that the, he had no intentions of leaving. So is he just back here? <laughs> is he just back here to train during COVID? I'm not leaving. Like, is it just basically uh, sort of a gap stop to be home while he knows he can be home while sort of the league's off and then he'll just go back or is it it's a bit of a can you um, train uh, I don't know if he's still is he still on contract there has he been released yeah again, yeah don't know enough about it unfortunately you reckon there's any other losses could do a loan if he's still on contract get a loan mm. Mm. any other losses yeah do you reckon anyone else has gone like if we think <coughs> back to last the end of last season um uh, Fox was not well liked by the coach. No talk about that. He's well liked by a few other people. He's back at training. He's still training. One in, one in particular. Yeah. yeah. Not touching that. Nah, leaving that well alone. Yeah. Not even, not even mentioning names. Wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't surprise me if he leaves and someone is probably in his back pocket. Uh, but <laughs> goes with him. Um, I don't know. There's, I mean, I hope Jurich stays. Even he was really good. Yeah, and bro. Then he, uh, and then he had the hernia, um, and that obviously. Put a massive dampener on uh, his season. Hopefully, the shutdown sort of gave him a bit of time to recover from that. Yeah, um, and hopefully, we might see the sort of influence that he had in the first couple of games of the season. Yeah, I mean, there's yeah, there's a few others there that I wish we could uh, probably move on. Uh, you know, like your Clisby's. If I'm going to be harsh, hard. Well, left that Too position many. is really hard to fill, but mm. it was really disappointing. Mm. And is that is that why we've got Mickey Neal in to well potentially not contest to for that left back position? It's oh. hard not to think that, and at the same time, remember that I don't know if we felt much differently about Mickey. I like him, but um, 100%. We've already been there. Yeah, yeah, sort of. Yeah, mostly I've become accustomed to seeing him in the crowd and Sydney away trips. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> ah, Marvin is our new leader. All hail. Is that like the captain of the team? Oh. No. <laughs> no, it's actually a it's a it's a point on the run sheet. Because Matty mm. Simon's out of contract. No, yes, no, he is no. at the end of the season. Mm. <sighs> yes. Yeah. No. Um, I, I'm enjoying the Marvin ads. I'm loving the content being put out by Marvin at the moment. Mm. Disappointing response to my mention of Matty Simon. Oh, it's been a while. <laughs> That's twice. I said it again. Say, say the thing, Pete. <laughs> say the line, Pete. <laughs> say the line, Pete. <laughs> you mean the Mariners' all-time leading goal scorer and six-time Golden Boot winner, Matthew Blake Simon? Yes. That Matty's <clears throat> Did you know he's also scored the latest goal in A-League history? Really? I actually didn't know that. He also holds the record for most substitute appearances in I, Australian League I'd history. I bet he'd be up there with 
off sides. No. Not, who? Yellow cards? No. Yellow Surprisingly, cards. Um, 50, I think. I want to think who... Was it Quasi? No, it was Matt Simon. I'm sure it was Matt Simon was off sides. No, it was Quasi with off sides, wasn't it? Yeah, but it was them. It was both of them going head-to-head. With Archie. In competition for off sides. I'll get back to you. Man looks the thing up on a computer. <laughs> Can we talk about possibly our biggest loss while you do that? Oh, yes. Um, Mark Berrigitte. I thought you were talking about someone else. Oh, hang on no. a second. What? Has that, been, that hasn't been confirmed yet. It though, hasn't has been that? confirmed, but it's... Oh, there was talks about it pre-COVID, yeah. Um, but we offered him a three-year deal apparently, to stay. Yeah, and apparently he knocked it back, but also apparently he signed for MacArthur when they've apparently also already got two other goalkeepers, so... We can have three in the books. Mm. Who are the other keepers? Uh, so I'm hearing Jan Jadovic and uh, someone coming back from the UK, and I can't quite remember who it is. Because oh. that would be easily... Our biggest loss. Oh, hun- yep, yep, definitely. Yep. And a massive gap to fill. Mm. <laughs> and we probably don't have a lot of money to spend there. Mm. Mm. I mean, things have been pretty quiet on the whole sort of player retention front, understandably, I guess, mm. with the situation over the last few months. Um, Years for this club. <laughs> <laughs> We've been able to retain can, players, okay? There's some we didn't <laughs> really want to retain. How can you give contracts out if your club future isn't certain? Mm. It is hard. Yep. Yeah, right now it's not. Well, that time. was a big thing that I was concerned about over the last couple of years. Whereas new new signings that we were bringing in, they were all only getting one year. Yeah. So that sort of had me on centre hooks a little bit. Um, yeah. Obviously, I hope Barrett stays because he's he's brought so much more stability, and he's better than anyone we've had over the last few years. So absolutely. Yeah. I haven't yeah. had to worry about our goalkeeper. That's a thing that we've had to worry about for a long time. So. I thought he was playing really well. So, yeah, definitely losing him would be not good. But he brings confidence to those who play in front say, of him as well. Yeah, you yeah. know, when you when you know you've got someone good between the sticks, and I think I've said this before, as a defender, you're not going to dive in and make stupid challenges in the box. You're not going to give away penalties as well. Well, they will. That's the problem. <laughs> as a good defender. Have, like, you, watched, have you watched us before? <laughs> <laughs> no, I've forgotten what we're like. That's why I'm so I just optimistic. Want a decent backline and a good goalkeeper at the same time. At the same time. Mm. Um, I think you're asking a bit too much there. <laughs> you can have one or the other. Well, as long as we have a decent forward, which can, like, we can outscore them, it's not a problem. Mm. Anyway, um, our actual biggest loss to Luke yes. is uh, Donnie Parks. Yes. Who passed away. Um, I think I, I probably met him pre the World Championship. Uh, what was that, the uh, pre-season game? The Oceania World Championship yes. qualifiers back in 2005, I think. Yeah, yeah, I think that was the game I first met him at. And, um, you know, I try and talk to him every time. He's always, you know, so positive about the game and I think I think great he, shot. I think he was at every single fan forum that I went to, <laughs> no yeah. matter whether it was up at Bloody Carryong, whether it was up this end of the coast like and even as he got older and older he was still at every single one wearing the exact same shirt yeah the shirt. I reckon he had about 30 away. of those in his in his in his cupboard yeah, for sure so. and it didn't matter if it was in winter he'd still be wearing it yeah <laughs> I made you know that Viking hat yes I, I made that for him oh that's sensational yeah, yeah. um yeah I, 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 yeah great great guy yeah. miss him super 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 sad news but um yeah, thoughts and uh, well wishes to, to any of Donnie's family as well. Um, but, yeah, what a guy. Every day I know that it's you I need to take-
and Sean's here. Hello, Sean. Hey, guys. How are you going? Um, how's the club gone the last few months during lockdown? Yeah, wind, look. Wind oh, him up and let him loose. Oh, <clears throat> I'll be honest. It's been really tough. It's been really tough. We've sort of gone to the wall and uh, there were some pretty uh, pretty dark times through there and uh, a lot of... Uh, a lot of long, lonely days with, with none of the staff in and none of the players in. So um, there was a lot of soul searching and um, it's uh, definitely the toughest period that I've been through at the club. But um, but it's uh, it's really good to be here now and looking for a game on Saturday and, uh, and knowing that what we've got through, we've got through. So I kind of feel we can get through that, we can get through anything as a club. So it's... Um, yeah, I'm, I'm sure over the course of time, yeah, sort of, uh, you know, the stories will come out, but it was really tough and um, no one knew if we were going to make it. So it's a, it's a, it's a credit to, to Mike for, for sticking through, um, yeah, for us through this period. And, um, and yeah, yeah, it's good to get to, to play some football on Saturday. There's, like, I mean, that much has sort of happened in the last few months, but I guess to try and pinpoint one thing is issues like the whole broadcast deal and all that sort of money potentially going missing it was was that sort of a big issue yeah well the, the taps just got turned off so there was no money coming in no money from anywhere coming in um, including and, mike or yeah yeah absolutely so well mike didn't know what was happening you know with his businesses around the world either um and um didn't know where the league was going didn't know what was what was going to happen and and when you get to that point that you're starting to think that uh, things might all tip over then then it's only natural for someone to to just pause and take a moment to, to see the lay of the land. So, um, and um, uh, but Mike was the first one to, to really commit uh, and say that he's he's staying strong and uh, and will keep seeing this thing through. So, uh, which uh, which was a, a real relief to, to myself and and everybody associated with the club. But you know the FFA money was really tough. We've only just started to, to receive some funds recently, um, and the CBA deal was was really tough. It's extremely tough on the players and. Um, and definitely for all the staff that have been stood down and still remain on, stood down and, and on JobKeeper, uh, it's, uh, it's it's hard to really comprehend what we've been through. Um, it's just sort of been living in the moment. I'm sure there'll be a time that'll, that'll come. I'm really looking forward to getting through this last bit of the season and uh, and taking a break and and, um, and having a drink with everyone to know that we're still here and still swinging. Did the foreign players get JobKeeper at all? No. That's what I thought. So yeah. we've lost Kim. Obviously, he's gone back to Korea. Yeah. What about Jurich? Yeah, no, no, uh, Milan's still here, trained today. Yeah, no dramas. Um, yeah, Ziggy's still here, and yeah, and Mikey's still here, and JS still here. So, um, yeah, the foreign players have done it the toughest of, of all for yeah. sure. Um, and um, and absolute credit to to them as people. I um, I'm astounded as to, to what they've gone through and the, the mental toughness that has shown from from those characters. It's um, it's uh, it, it's really it's it, it's really empowering to see um, such commitment to their craft. So what sort of a capacity is the office back at now? Because we obviously just sort of said there was probably not many of you in there. Sort you're of playing ping pong by yourself, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't, even know where, I don't even know where the ping pong table's gone. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know where that is right now. Um, but um, yeah, yeah. So we are, we're still at reduced capacity. We nicknamed it the skeleton crew. Uh, that's there, and um, so um, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Most of the staff is all still uh, still those that are back are still part time, but not everybody's back. Um, so we're probably yeah, three quarter strength at the moment uh, through this period until we get to to see what next year really looks like, and that's the big part. We don't know uh, what the funding uh, is going to look like for next year to to really make any long term decisions for uh, anyone right now, but we do know that there's enough there to keep a, a core yeah crew and and, and keep the club club ticking over so what are the what's the club can you speak on behalf of the league 
or not? Or just the club at the moment? Uh, in regards to the deal with Foxtel and next oh, year. Okay, yeah. So, so you know, it got it got it got hacked. Um, so you know, it's uh, it's gone down to sort of twenty five mil. They reported as thirty two, but seven of that's contra. Um, similar to you know, uh, it was it was previously sort of spoken about being over fifty, but it was really sort of forty six in actual cash. Uh, that comes in, so so you do your your twenty five mil. Divide that by your twelve clubs coming up, mm. and uh, remove your W League components. You, you can pretty quickly uh, have a look at at the uh, the blow that the clubs are going to take. Uh, the next chapter to this will be the CBA negotiations with the players uh, to see what that looks like. Uh, what the what the floor, what the cap, what uh, is going to look like there. I know for us as a club, we're really pushing that uh, transfers. Uh, are a big part of this. So if we can get player transfers happening and another revenue stream, that'll be uh, paramount to us being able to, um, um, to to really grow rather than uh, continue to just sort of hang in there. So there's a fair bit of optimism then by the sound of it. You sound pretty optimistic. Sounds like Mike's... We, we had Mike in the press sounding optimistic a while back, which seemed at the time a bit surprising. So now there's this general sense of optimism. We're talking about the nitty-gritty of what we want to change about how the league might be in the future. Um, transfer fees, is, is that genuine? Is that Yeah, yeah. I at? mean, you know, you... you you say it while still holding your breath, um, you know, in, in many aspects, because uh, a few weeks ago it definitely wouldn't have been a, a, an optimistic tone. But now, yeah, you really look at uh, what does independence look like. They've sort of flagged the date of December 31, uh, which becomes, you know, something that we know that Mike has been really um, striving for for a long time. Uh, that does affect uh, a lot of things, but what it does uh, really start to open up for us in regards to broadcast is... Um, is the digital rights and the communication. So previously, we were, as clubs, you couldn't really do a lot. You know, match day was Foxes, that was there. But now, up until 10 minutes before kickoff and 10 minutes after full-time, you know, the club can be in the stadium doing our own content. So we can actually you know, produce, you know, we can take Mariners TV, which we've been building on, uh, to turn it into a true vehicle to actually really have engagement uh, pieces that's in there. So, And then that content becomes stuff that you can commercialise. That part we feel really um, excited about. Whether this ends up being, we do a great job, Fox wants to renew and extend, great. Whether you know, another uh, a broadcaster comes in, be in sports, you know, Optus, all those sort of, uh, I'm sure everyone will be spoken to, then great. But fundamentally, there's a confidence now that the league can sustain its own platform. So if worst case scenario, everything sort of fell through, by 2022, we run our own um, OTT over the top um, yeah, broadcast channel. Uh, then everybody has an app on their phone. You do your local rego, and then you also sign up to get, um, to get your A-League broadcast done right. That should include uh, um, NPL. So I would yep. love that that position that yeah, you can uh, you can click on the app you can be listening to the dulcet tones of pete Pryor commentating on mpl2 uh and then uh, and then and then flick over to who knows might be simon hill commentating on the a-league you know um you know uh, platforms that's there that part becomes exciting uh and you imagine that for ten dollars a month you know and, and you start to really engage the uh the grassroots i think that's exciting and the part that I'm most excited about is the uh, shift in change and in attitude into the playing window. So when do we play? Next season will be December through to July, uh, which is interesting. I think it, it gets a good bit of summer, but also gets us into the colder months. And for us, um, just with our blinkers on, I think that that's exciting when it comes to this time of year. No one's going to the beach. So Saturday, 
you know, what else is there to do apart from coming down to the stadium and watching the Mariners play? I think well, can be other really big. On, unfortunately, yeah, there is other sports on it. And yeah, so how confident in the league putting, um, you know, how confident in the league going head to head against rugby league and? Well, I think that's what football's always AFL. wanted is to stand on our own two feet and be brave. Um, and um, and we should be. Do you feel so, like the old governance wouldn't have ever let this happen? Well, it's the Fox deal that that dictates yeah. that. So so if Fox renew, I think that that's unlikely to shift because Fox will want summer content. Yeah, uh, that's their business. So so if they pull all their content through winter, nothing in summer, then that then that affects it. So moving on from Fox gives us more freedom on game scheduling. Yeah, football will football will come first, and football yeah. will make the decisions. and And I think James Johnson has been really clear. Uh, with that for, from, uh, from his perspective as to what he thinks should be the right thing for the code moving forward. Will it be hard for... Do, do you think that there's anything in local football and the scheduling around playing local football, people who play local football? Are your team upset that you might be away from some of the games if that happens in winter? Cause, uh well, it comes to smart scheduling, doesn't it? So, you know, and so the current little uh, you know, uh, mini season that we've got at the back end here, there's the Saturdays are five o'clock games. But everything else is 7.30 games, and I think there'll be some good learnings on that. Um, and I know me and the 35s, we'd love nothing better than to beat Gosford on a you know, Saturday afternoon <laughs> and then you know, head down to the stadium and, uh, and, and keep drinking and kicking on, right? So, Absolutely. You know, so, so there's a format there that is even better um, that can really connect it. Yeah, get it wrong, do a 3 o'clock Saturday, and you're shooting yourself in the foot. I'm hearing you were seen laughing at this gentleman. I'm wondering if he was. It wasn't laughing. It was heckling. It was heckling. <laughs> well, he, he was walking, and that's not the Aaron Morrow that I know. He was lazy up front, walking around. Well, I'm, I'm actually encouraged by that because I thought what he was going to say was he was crying on the ground and building his hands into the ground because I did actually <laughs> injure myself in the game and went off crying. So, oh, I didn't see that one. There may not have been that many tears, but I, I said to these boys, when Sean comes in here, he's probably going to have watched me walk off with my tail between my legs. <laughs> Sore knee, old man. Oh, I can't talk. I did, I've torn my calf. And, uh, I thought you'd go easy on me. extended period out. So. <laughs> that's another thing I did in the off-season, um, COVID. I had my knee surgery. Yeah, that's right, you did. Yeah. yeah. Mate, you're just full of activities. I completely forgot about that. Lockdown Larry. Yeah. <laughs> it's so a good time for that. So with everything sort of happening, have we been able to do anything around the stadium? Has there been any advancements on that? Or has basically everything else been put on hold just to try and get through? Yeah, look, everything's been put on hold. Uh, I've got a meeting with council tomorrow. Um, and, um, and I suppose in some aspects I'm probably... Uh, not as optimistic as I've been previously. It's a it's a different world uh, now for us, and um, and so I'll see how that how that meeting goes with council tomorrow. What about how financially things might change in the future? If let's say that the disease doesn't cause any you know stoppages that are major, but the face of the competition has kind of been changed. Maybe we don't have as big a expenditure in the competition as we've had in the past. Do some of these things maybe give us a little bit of an advantage, um, just because we're used to running a tight ship, lower budget, all of that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, so I'm just talking about the future. Yeah, yeah. I think there's. I think we're already almost seeing a little bit of that. You know, the amount of foreign players that aren't coming back. You see, Castro's not coming back today. Kone's left. Yeah, that's there. So, so the top end of town. Mm, there'll be a real impact yeah, on the end that, of this league, won't so, there? So that's what's happened. As soon as there's been a haircut, it's it's been right at the top. So then the so then the pressure on clubs will be to make sure that the um, you know the, the the younger players become more and more important um, to um, to punch above their weight. So so yeah, there could be definitely a, uh, a coming back to the pack, uh, and and yeah, I'm, I'm speak with confidence that our financial situation is is probably better than some of the other clubs right now uh, that are out there. So how they make their decisions on their future strategies, uh, I'm not sure, but. Um, 
I know that um, it would make sense for some of them to, to look at our model and, and think twice about how much they start to spend. So when's that when's yeah. CBA meeting? I think it'll start in the next couple of weeks, so it hasn't started yet. So, so. we're looking, I know a lot of the clubs were looking at increasing the cap. Are we looking at the opposite now? To be honest, I don't think it's, yeah, uh, and again, I'm just shooting from the hip myself. Um, now's as good a time as ever to talk about the removal of the cap yep. uh, and just talk about a floor, that mm-hmm. there's a minimum that's got to be reached. Uh, and I think that will be the big difference because at the moment there's this uh, push um, for clubs to, to get to the cap and that's what the other clubs have been doing. We've been the only one breaking the norm. But when you don't have a cap and you've only got a floor, then you find the other clubs just sort of make sure you get over the floor um, and, um, and, and and us align. You know, we, we do go over the floor, not by much, but but it becomes a, when it comes down to sitting down with the, the, the finances and uh, doing the budgets, when the floor is the only uh, figure that's being talked about, not a cap figure, it's, uh, I'm sure the behaviours of the other clubs and their recruitment will, will shift, knowing that their revenues are, are taking massive hits uh, as well, both in broadcast and sponsorship as well. So once, we, once we've had that um, CBA meeting, is that when we can start to get some news around retention and, and new players coming in next season? Or? Yeah, mm? yeah, yeah. We're really torn right now about you know, when, to, when to go and what to do. Um, you know, what, now, now we've got a three-month off-season? Sort of. Uh, Three or four? Yeah, so, so well, for us, we'll have a bit longer because we finish earlier than everybody. So our last game, August 4, but most of the other clubs will only finish uh, mid to late August, you know, depending if they're in the finals. Yeah. So then they'll have sort of September off, five weeks in September, and then back into it. Um, it's so not very long to what we used did to. Did I see we need to finish by August 15? Uh, 30. 30, yeah, okay. Yeah, August 30. So August 15, season proper, I think, is yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the date that's been flagged. So then, yeah, how do you... How do you sign a player now not knowing what your budgets are, not knowing if you're shooting yourself in the foot by spending too much or too little? Uh, and also from a player's perspective, not knowing what impact that could have, the CBA could affect everybody's current contract. Mm. So you might sign a contract now that gets changed uh, out of control of the club and the, um, uh, and the player. So, so that becomes difficult. But if you wait too long, you wait too long. So it's, um, uh, it's really new territory for everybody. So, I mean, it's still pretty fluid, sort of everything that's sort of sort of happening even the last sort of few days is there any concern now with all the with all the teams being here in new south wales with what's sort of happening in sydney is there any sort of late things from lunchtime onwards sort of today or whatever about you know doing just a lot of talk everyone's trying to you know uh, we're trying to decipher if afl or nrl are making serious moves there's mm. been a lot from greg o'rourke um, dealing with um, with the uh, chief medical officers to find that out and to see what today's figures are like and that's it. You know, we wake up tomorrow and there's 250 cases in New South Wales. We've got to react. Uh, we wake up tomorrow and there's 15. Then you probably give it another 24 hours. You know, and then and yeah. So it's a it's a daily it's a daily discussion. So I guess will it potentially get to the point where they just flick the switch and go, "Don't worry about it." End the season. Uh, I think we would probably look to see if there's still an alternate option. May go to New Zealand. May go to uh, Queensland. Um, yeah. But I suppose thing. you're kind of running from it then as well, right? You mm. sort of yeah. get that feeling that you're just running from it. Well, presumably the first thing would be to get rid of all of us turning up to yeah. the game. Close mm. doors. And if they're all yeah, isolated, the players appropriately, then maybe there's still a way. But, mm. but yeah, it gets hard straight away once we get enough cases, doesn't and it? And again, same sort of thing. One player gets tested positive. Where that's that's, that's the, done. That's yep. the moment. That's done and dusted. Really, really mm. tough. What can we expect match day? Apart from a win, uh, look. To be honest, I don't know. <laughs> we're, 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 you know, we've got our match day plannings and everything tomorrow. 
Probably one thing that is likely to be a little bit different is it looks like we will be picking up and running our own merchandise for a little mm. period of time through this. So nice. We're gonna, yeah, yeah. So, um, so we, yeah, I reckon there'll be some great bargains and and some cheap stuff that's out there, so we can sell it, and uh, and then that money comes back to the club. Yeah, we sort of looked at the opportunity now to take control of it and get back into that. So, um, so yeah, there's a good opportunity for the club to be selling selling merchandise direct instead of third party. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's there, and um, so so the money will come back into us. And uh, so so that will be one one thing. I think you'll see. Yeah, you know, we'll we'll probably move as quick as we can to. So is that bypassing FFA or Rebel? Uh, Rebel, Rebel. So, so the, this COVID change has, has allowed us to talk to Rebel and Umbro, that partnership, yep. and um, and uh, regain the retail. You'll notice there's nothing on the online shop at the moment. There is no online shop. It's been turned off, and uh, and we hope to get that started by the end of the week, and uh, and hope to have some merchandise sales going, and um, and then that money does does come in to fund the club. That's good news. Mm. Are we still with Umbro for next season as well? Or? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we still got one more season. One to more go. year. Okay. Yeah. So and um, we've yeah already got some designs done and stuff like that. So we can. Oh, they patchwork like they were beginning last year. So no, <laughs> so no, no, they're right. Yeah. So they were different oh. colours for those that don't know. Yeah. yeah. Different blues. And uh, Stadge gave us an update on Mariners TV the other week with a few players coming in uh, training with the club: Mickey Glassic back, Michael Neal, uh, Nick Olson, Travis Major. Any updates that you can share on that side? Yeah, of we ran into ITC issues with the FIFA regs. Um, so, oh, so players that um, that were contracted overseas and had a mutual termination could not sign a pro contract. Um, so is that Nick? Um, yeah, is that Nick? Yeah. Olsen, yeah. Yeah, so, so literally just talking about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah it affects Mickey Glassic. It affects <sighs> Travi Major. Oh, Mickey Glassic too, as well. I didn't yeah, think about that. Yeah, so um, yeah, Mickey was in a training today, and yeah, you know, what a champion, you know. Um, yeah, that's there, but um, but yeah, it does. Um, uh, it's it's been a ruling that's um, that has been a bit of a blow. Uh, that's there, but um, it's more than a blow. It's a bloody stitch up. Mm. So Bring back Glasso. So can we? potentially look into that for next season which is not for the rest of the season or yeah that yeah that's right yeah yeah, yeah next yeah. season so the reason is is because of the window so f- there's mm. no window yeah. open now yeah. and you can only have the window open for 12 weeks and if you open the window now because the season starts later then you'll end up closing the window in september yeah you know and then you've got this awkward period where you can't sign players just before the start of the season so yeah. mm. so so it's um makes sense when you think about it like that but then you think about it this is it's just bullshit for those players, those poor players who, you know, have have had to leave other countries because of COVID and now can't can't get a professional contract. Yeah, yeah in the in the short term. So that's right. If he wants to spot at um, Gossi all age too, we might have a uh, spot just to keep him fit. You know? Yeah, yeah. I'll let him know. If that you kept fit in Gossi all age too, yeah. Yeah, that? look at me, mate. I'm <laughs> fittest man on the class. I haven't noticed it. Absolute <laughs> specimen over here. Yeah. Any other news? Um, any other news? I'm sure there's plenty that I've uh, that I've that I've missed in this little bit, but yeah, I think yeah, uh, we we will start to make some um, uh, player announcements in the next fortnight about those that have that have committed through to next season. Uh, there are some um, some players that are, that have stuck with us, which has been great, and um, yeah, we're just really looking forward to seeing everyone back at the stadium. All right, well, thanks for coming in. Uh, I know you're a busy man. We'll let you go. Cheers, guys. Really appreciate it. Love, love you. Too. Thanks, Sean. Oh, love you too, guys. Cheers. <laughs> Okay, other A-League things. Uh, there's going to be 27 games in 28 days starting the 16th of July with the final starting August 15. It's a real festival of football on Fox. 
Um, <laughs> Hyundai will no longer be the main naming rights sponsor for the A-League. Um, Rumour has it it will be Jim's Mowing Football Championship. Well, Jim's, Jim's A-League. I think it's just Jim's A-League, yeah. yeah, because they've got so many different... Uh, fingers in so many different pies mm. already, as it is. Jim's cleaning, Jim's uh, um, circumcisions. Yes, thank you. <laughs> All yeah. sorts of stuff. Yep. Yeah, yep. Jim's crematorium. Yeah, you kill him, we grill him. <laughs> hey, hey! At least, at least the picture being good, Nick. Mm. Always be well maintained. <laughs> Actually, that's a question, Dan. We'll get to that a bit later. <laughs> Right. If we get gyms in, it'll be okay. They'll fix it. Fowler leaves Raw. Luke, who's replaced Fowler at Raw? Can you answer me this second? Or uh, I forgot his name. Davies. Darren Davies. Bum bum. Not ben Double Khan. D. Wrong what's, answer. What's it's not Ben Khan, so we, who cares? Yeah, that's right. He's been stitched up. But can Twice. we talk about what's happening with A-League coaches at the moment? They've extended him for next season, I think. The mm. Wanderers were like, yeah, major announcement, and then... It's JP Demarini. It's the guy that's already there. Mm. And then apparently this new guy that Melbourne Victory are looking at is some Greek legend mm. who hasn't coached for the last 18 months. Mm. And they're apparently looking at him for sort of the future. He's it's on like sabbatical the, or something, yeah. What, what, what is happening? Like, there's so many better local coaches that have done the hard yards. Mm. Someone like a Damian Murray who's been in like the South Australian... NBL for years and mm, won mm. like a number of. Well, what are Adelaide doing with like their coach at the moment? Because uh, Verbeek went home, that, didn't he? That's another one. I think I don't think it's been announced. I think I wouldn't be surprised if they looked at someone like a Maury. Yeah, um, or even even maybe Calvert, who's there mm-hmm. as the assistant. He's been there from pretty much day one as well. So mm. more than happy for local coaches to get a go. Um, but 100%. I think there's a lot of other ones out there that are in the NPL at the clubs moment. Clubs are scared to take a gamble on them. That's the problem. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But then you. Get these overseas guys that haven't. I know. Have even no bigger gamble, no nothing, and waste yeah. a whole lot of money. And it's like, well, it's it's a name, isn't it? Well, this guy's not even from Melbourne. I have no idea who he is. Yeah, <laughs> no clue. Fox to show A League to the end of the twenty twenty one season, finishing mid year. Mm, obviously, slash the amount of money as as Sean says or said in his interview um, that they're putting in. So. Yeah, a lot less money coming into the clubs from them. And like I said before, sort of shows what they really think about us. Hmm. Australia wins the right to host the Women's World Cup. Yeah, yeah buddy! Boy. I can't wait. It's going to be good. That was Dude, awesome. I'm so keen. That's a, such, mm. a, such a great thing for football in this country. Oh, I should also put in New Zealand also <laughs> part of that as well. <laughs> I, wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't hate going over to catch a couple of games over there because New Zealand is such a cracking place. Mm. Um, love Wellington as a city would definitely happily go over there to catch a couple of games. I was meant to go to Auckland mm. to go see my favourite band oh, who hadn't announced tour dates yeah. in Australia. Oh, and then man. COVID. Anyway. It sucks. Yeah, we were supposed to go to Queenstown. Um, again, we're going to Perisher, Jindabyne instead, but, you know, it's not the same. Uh, Yedinak has retired. He announced it yesterday. Sad. Congratulations. Yeah, very sad. Um, mm. Would have liked to have seen him here. One last so I thought for sure he was come to Mariner. Come so. to Mariner. I, th- I, was, to Mariner. I really Sad thought times. he was going to go to um, MacArthur, but when he had so long out of the game and when he started coaching at Villa, um, I think the writing was sort yeah. of on the wall back then. Mm-hmm. One of the most influential players who's ever pulled on our stupor for me. Oh, yeah. Mm. Like, and he's one of those maybe ones the like, most. like not overly skillful or like, you know, but he made a career out of, out of really hard work. That's what he did. He made the best of his ability. Mm. Brilliant um, set piece taker. Ice, just absolutely ice running through his veins when yeah. it came to the penalty spot. 
um, and like you say, just an absolute leader. If you ask me to pick a player to take a penalty for your team, I think he'd be way up on the list. He almost played every single minute of every single game in a Premier League season. He wow. missed out on the last game of the season. That's I didn't know that. That's good. Yeah, that's, that, that's a that's massive impressive. accomplishment. That's impressive. Yeah, and Very then impressive. he started getting screwed over by Pardew because he came to the Asian Cup in 2015, mm-hmm. won that obviously, mm-hmm. um, and then when he went back, he was out of favour. That's right. Yeah, because um, I think because he was the captain. Palace. He was the captain when he came here to yeah. play the Asian Cup, and then he went back. And Palace and was, fans were a he was big still fan of him. He was still the captain, but, but he wasn't was getting minutes on the bench and stuff. That's right. And then yeah. Apparently, Alan Pardew was like, "You're not the captain anymore." And he, the Malay was like, "Gale, I think Gale took his spot." It was probably his debut. I think it was his home debut when he came on and the first thing he did was somebody treated him like a witch's hat and uh, he grabbed the shirt of whoever it was that went by him and got immediately got a yellow card and I can remember calling for Laurie to get him off because we knew how cheap this player was. Nobody really knew if he could be any good. But then after that, he quickly had the longest legs ever to make tackles from behind that didn't seem to be from behind, mm. made finishes, that some of the most scorching finishes oh, that have ever been seen. Kicks against oh, I remember the one that curved both ways. Yeah. yeah. Oh, sc- he scored two absolute bombs against <laughs> Queensland, against Queensland Raw, before was they were Brisbane. the 5-2 that we lost at home. Mm. The 5-4. No, it was 5-2. No. We lost oh. 5-2 against Melbourne at home and he scored two absolute worldies. Mm, mm. Amazing. What a player. Congratulations on a fantastic career. But he was in Greece before he came to us, wasn't he? I remember he played in UEFA qualifi- uh, qualification game before he came back to MPL oh. and then Laurie got him from the MPL. Yeah, right. Mm. Okay. I'm pretty sure facts. that's what happened. Always yeah, okay. had that sort of potential there that was thought, wasn't it? But didn't didn't get picked up in the first year of the A League when a lot of uh, players that uh, you know retired quickly had their last year in that first year of the A League. He didn't get picked yeah. up, but quickly made up for it and was still such a thrill. Like uh, the most recent memories, of course, the hat trick against Honduras mm-hmm. to yep. get us in the last World Cup. Yep. It's just amazing. Facebook questions. Alan Clout, how do you expect the pitch to play given it's had a fair bit of traffic on it lately? Also, the weather that we've had over the last yeah. few days as well hasn't exactly been stellar. You watched that other stupid sport, Josh. How's it looked? Um, it's looked okay, but as we know, rugby league rips up pitches. But I don't think there's been a game there for since, was it last week there was a game? And there's actually a footy game on the day after, the day after us. Game. So <laughs> That's worked out all right, no? Yeah, that's worked out okay, but... It's looked fine, so I think it should be be okay. I think it's going to be an absolute mess by the time we get to the end of our three games. Are they still do you, are they still playing NRL games at the stadium after the Warriors and Sharks are playing on Sunday? Arvo, after that, but I don't know after that. Okay, um, as long as it's not as bad as Bankstown. Oh, mm. sorry, Bank West. Mm, yeah, that has mm. not looked good. And the Eels weren't happy about Wanderers playing there when half the reason they've got a new stadium was that team. So, shut up. <laughs> I, don't like, I don't like Parramatta because they're coming first and they're too good. I don't like it. Welcome to the NRL podcast. <laughs> Lachlan Rayside, Who's which Parramatta? players would you keep and which players would you get rid of? Berrigitte. Keep Berrigitte. <laughs> That's it. Keep, of course. <laughs> well, do we want to run through the, the squad that we've got at the moment and just have a quick keep or chop? Okay, Pierce. Bye. He's on. He's on, <laughs> he's on till next year. Yeah, he's Bye. on. Yeah, he's got another season. Beers would keep. Uh, Kim's gone. Mm-hmm. Ziggy, uh, he contract finishes this year. 
I have a funny feeling I'd he's going to be one of the ones that stays. I think he has a one-year option. I forgot to ask Sean. I'm I was sure going I heard to, yeah. that he got um, But keep, signed. anyway. Yeah. He can extend his relationship with Stuart McGill. Yes. Yeah, and Simon Hill, which I is. want an explanation for. <laughs> Where, so, so weird. For the sake of anyone who's listening who's wondering what the hell Boyce is on about, he's not on crack at the moment. Um, there was a McGill looked like he was, though. Yeah, McGill definitely did. It was a reply to Simon Hill. When tweet. I saw him coming into the ground, mm. he was definitely on crack. Stewie oh, McGill posted a gif of him and Ziggy Gordon um, at a restaurant or a pub or something that he looks like he made. It's a very low-rent gif. Just... Out of nowhere. It's weird. Weird it? areas. And well, it's not the first time he's referenced no. Ziggy. On I think Twitter. he might be the only he's footballer he actually knows. It's weird. Maybe. It's no, really he's got, weird. He's got history. When he turned up to the game last year, Stewie McGill, and it was the day when I had the loose cannon with Ziggy on it, then he made this big song and dance like he was drunk in the uh, entry point there. Like he was drunk. Love it. Well,. Yes, like, like, and uh, I started to get a bit sus that maybe there's a you know relation there, a girlfriend and a, I don't know, Ziggy or something like that, because yeah, he's got a bit of history going on there, and we can't figure it out, can we, Luke? Well, Ziggy was weird. wearing a hat that made him look like a jazz musician or something. It was like some fancy in this bar. gift. Train, yeah. Yeah. In Train the gift, it looks it looks like he's just woken up drunk. Well, Stewie, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's slumped, slumped yeah, over. He slumped over. Slumped. Stewie McGill arrives in the room and he wakes up drunk. That's what it looks like. <laughs> <laughs> of course, it's not Ziggy. I'm just. Anyway, weird areas from Stewie McGill. Um, go have a look at his Twitter account if you want to see the gift. Um, Ziggy, yes, would keep. I'm going to DM Ziggy right now. <laughs> Everyone knows De who Ziggy De is. Silva. Probably no one, no one knows who Stewie McGill is. De Silva. Has he done enough? I think De Silva's actually got another year on his contract, but I think that might be wrong. That's old. Okay. Majok is gone. Uh, Sam Silvera. Oh, he's here till 22 anyway. Yep. Yeah, so he's going to be staying. But can you see him transferring elsewhere? If we get a decent offer. If there was an offer that came As in soon as he got a contract, he I don't, I started don't, playing poorly. I don't think in this current environment that we're going to receive an offer for him because he's only really yeah. got three games to, to show his show his wares um, to any potential overseas suitors. Um, yeah. McGlinchey? Go on. Go on. Simon? Uh, I think he'll, yeah, he'll pull a pin. Go on. Mm. Melling? Go on. Go on. I'm answer that one for you. Uh, Kai Rolls is on till next year. Murray's on till next year. Tongyik is on till next year as well. Mm-hmm. Yep. Or is gone. Shabao is gone. Nisbet twenty two. Jurich. If he can recapture that form that he showed in the first couple of rounds, Cape definitely. If he's still hampered with injuries and big question mark because he can't afford to have a visa player take up a spot, if they're not going to contribute. And Miller's on till next year. That's all the information I have currently in this document. So. Yeah, I think I think I I will probably wait about? to make a proper call until <laughs> the end of the season because um, I think what's happened is a good test of mentality and uh, where each individual player is at. So I will make a judgment based off the last five or six games, whoever many's left. So there's well, some players, few of these some players we missed. So Dylan Fox, Gianni Stensness, I would keep. Oh, I think keep. he's on contract anyway for another yeah. season. Galifioko's gone. Yep. Yep. We've got a uh, player poster in front of us. Fully signed. <laughs> Fully signed. Uh, Lewis Miller is already with us still. Yeah, we mentioned him. Um, John that granddad. Allo Kowal. Keep. He's on scholarship anyway, I think. Um, Jair. No, thanks. No, no not really. Same. <laughs> Dylan Ruiz Diaz. Not worth Haven't it. seen enough of him. Not worth no, the first I can't really. I can't really judge on that one. Y- yeah, I'd... He's got to make the step up quickly because scholarship times times running most. out times running out for him. Um, what is he? Is he nineteen twenty now? I think so. Yeah, he's got to start making that step up very very soon. 
What about bread rolls? Yeah, well, I think he's yeah, like you say, he's on contract. I I like him. So I, I. I like I like Kai. Um, I think he's done enough to to justify his spot in the team. I'm still fifty fifty on Kai. I think he's one of those players who won't mature until he's a little bit older in that position. He definitely he, he needs like a Patrick Zvonzlike type playing he next does. to him. I think to sort of guide him through. Um, Wilco. Because yeah, he's 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 still you know. He's, for someone who's played a lot of games, he's still so young. He's still got a lot of learning and maturing and growing as a footballer to do. So I think if you bought an international standard centre-back in next to him, he would really, really flourish. Uh, Mick Komet asks, speculation on the starting 11 for Saturday. Now, judging on... Well, we can't really look at anyone's fitness right now, but I'm going to assume that everyone in the league is rather unfit. Do you put your speedsters out? Or do you wait till the last 20 minutes where they run at tired legs? They're really tired. Mm. Um, I think... What was our last lineup? Matt Simon <laughs> in the back one. Matt Simon at centre-back. Um, yeah. Well, that's that experienced centre-back that you need next to Kai Rolls. Exactly. Yeah, fantastic. <laughs> uh, he is so good in the air defensively, though, Matt Simon. He wins every defensive header I've ever mm-hmm. seen. Um, so East Gosford are in for a okay. real treat so, once he gets there. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so Z- Ziggy's impressed me more as a centre back than he has on, the, on he has. either side. Oh, definitely, absolutely. So I'd put him in there. Um, do you start Ruan or do you start um, Kai Rolls? I'd go with probably Tongik in the centre with Ziggy. Mm. We, yeah. What formation are we going for here? Uh, well, last time we played a four-four. Last time out, we played four-four-two with Harold do and we, Murray up top. We going for that? Yeah, let's let's keep okay, it simple. Let's go the four four two. Keep then. it simple. And then on the left. Uh, so left. Well, what have you got? You can play Kai Rolls there, I guess. Mm-hmm. On the right. Uh, Lewis Miller. Would you have Pierce or Piri Kidikos? I uh, I'd go for uh, Zendon Hart actually, <laughs> the academy keeper. <laughs> I'm gonna go Beerus. Um, no, Beerus. Yeah. Okay, so you got two in the middle. You want uh, second mid and a defensive mid. Well, depending on the fitness of Jurich. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean. Let's assume that they're fit, and I'll say Stens and Jurich. Yes. So Stens sort of screening and Jurich playing as more of a more of an eight. And then the right. Mm, oh, but you've got Nisbet in the equation there as well. I guess he'll come off the bench. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, on the right, well, who do we have as a right winger? Um, I suppose you can play Silvera there. Yep, Silvera. Yep. And then you got Tommy Orr on the left. Yeah, you're gonna have to. Or just Silva. Oh, we forgot about Danny De Silva, of course, haven't we? No, I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> well, do we do we go with a, a four-two-three-one in that case? And have yeah, that's Ma- what I'm thinking Ma- we're going to go that way. Muzz up top by himself, De Silva in at ten. You got Stensness and Jurich at six and eight. But he's favoured or in the number ten role. Oh, that Nisbet, and then he's put Murray on the right or the left, hasn't he? Oh no, Muzz, Muzz was playing as a nine. Not always. Mm. It was sort of a rotating front three last time out, or not last That's time, true. but the first time out against Perth. It was yeah, we had Silvera, um, or and was it Muzz? We well, don't forget he's put Simon up top or and Murray Simon. out wide. Don't forget. Mm. So I'm going to go Muzz up top, and mm-hmm. then I personally would put Or on one of the wings, but he isn't. He doesn't have the legs he used to, so he can't get up and down, which is maybe why he's put him in number ten. <clears throat> yeah, that's true. Well, Mulvey originally signed him as a ten as well. Yes. So, you know, you've got Silvera on the left or right. You can always... Um, I'm staying with Silvera on the right and Orr on the left. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm not mm-hmm. going to put Orr 
at 10 because Mulvey signed him. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> so, um, sorry, Mike. <laughs> yeah. No, I'd rather I'd rather De Silva um, in behind. De Silva or... or yeah, yeah. And and we need so Silva on the right. Or, well, you, or can, you can switch him anyway and get him to cut in or whatever. Yeah. Make sure Orr's forward. And Jair on the bench. Yep, and Matt Simon coming off the bench as well to increase his uh, record-holding substitute <laughs> appearances for the Mariners. Did you know he's the Mariners' all-time leading uh, goal scorer and six-time Golden Boot winner? And the latest goal scorer ever, apparently. In Australian league history. That game should have ended. Uh, Trev Gordon asks, what are your expectations of the team for the remaining games? Um, as before, not much, to be honest. No, big, <laughs> big fat zero. Yeah, well, I mean, Get he, one his, win. His, his second part of the question is, will we benefit from having a break or is it going to return to BAU? I think, yes, potentially the break may level the playing fields a bit. Yeah. Because no teams are going to have that sort of sharpness that they had. Well, with Castro going MIA... Hmm. He hasn't that, gone MIA, he's gone on a road trip. <laughs> <laughs> that helps us. Oh, who's the player that did the ACL? Economides. Um, yeah, Economides. Oh, that's a lot. That's, that's, that helps us quite mm. a bit. But, I mean, they've still got Fornaroli, Diagostino. Uh, look... <laughs> Just stop it. <laughs> yeah, we're not, we won't win the ga- we won't win the game on paper, but we do want to hope that there's so more there's disruption yeah. for them, more disruption for them, less disruption just, for us. Yeah. We just need to score more goals than them. That's simple, guys. Oh, that's where we've that's been going wrong. That's how it works. As long as we remember, it's a game of two halves. <laughs> Ball in net. Simple. Uh, Bob Dickey, what do you see for the future of the Mariners? Will we ever be the little club that could be giant killers again? No. You don't reckon ever? Yes, we will. If we get sponsored by um, Bezos, Red Bull, maybe <laughs> Jeff Bezos, I'd Central Coast Amazon. I'd rather Red Bull. Red Bull, Mariners. yeah, well, yeah, definitely. So would I. Yeah, but I'm going for the big money, big th- big money. Yeah, <laughs> Red Bull Gosford. Money. Uh, yeah, it's not even a drop in the ocean for no. Bezos, is it? No. I think potentially we could. Um, there's obviously a lot of factors at play. Ownership's a big one. How the CBA looks and things like that. Academy's also a big one. Academy is a big one. Um, you know, we don't have the same pull that we had when Western Sydney weren't a thing and we can't get those players from Western Sydney and Sutherland that we used to be able to. Um, but in saying that, as you say, if Jeff Bezos comes alone <laughs> along and wants to invest... <laughs> I feel like we can get the crowds back if Jeff Bezos comes along and invests. Save, save then, I mean, we've got a track record. We've, he can we've, pay people we've to done come. this before. We've got. <laughs> he can pay people to well, come. Free membership, <laughs> honestly. Yeah. Haven't we done that before? He could fund us for a hundred years and not see a dent in his bank balance. Indeed. Surely they don't. Fine. Like Amazon don't own a sporting team or anything at the moment, do they? I'm gonna call. I'm gonna cold call him tomorrow. <laughs> I am dead set sliding into this guy's DMs. Do the prezo tonight? No. Yeah. <laughs> but anything they have produced, like they've, they've made a game right, mm. and it's absolute trash. Mm. Twenty million for you is like twenty cents. Come on, you know you want to do it. So anything they sort of do themselves is. He doesn't not have to do it himself. Good. Just give us money and know, we exactly. do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think we can return to that, but like you said, Pete, there's a lot of things in play there, and a lot of it's out of our control. Yeah. It, what it's what happens with the league as a whole, mm. you know, where does where does the sport go in general? There's a lot of things there that uh, we can't control. There's obviously certain things that we can, um, but there's a lot of other outlying factors that will uh, be the end result of us whether we return to a giant killer or not. Just enjoy having a club for the time being. Luke's just yeah. basically said in a fancy way, we have no idea. 
basically. I like the theme, though, there, that um, Bob is happy for us to be giant killers. We're the little club that could blah, 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 blah. Some don't like that. I've always liked that. That's our DNA. I'd like mid-table finish. Oh. <laughs> Top six. I, I'm so Top sad so that, that the age of mediocrity I'd is like over. It. Thank you. I was just coming up. I'm so I'm so sad <laughs> that he declared that the age of mediocrity was over because look at where we've gone since. Yeah, worse than mediocrity. Mm-hmm. Such a good band name, Age mm. of Mediocrity. Yeah. Right, Dean Payne. Have we heard anything about signings, re-signings? Well, let's we just discuss Should it. Sure. Yep. Yeah, we have. Yep. Uh, Jason Stewart, right? How should the HAL W League uh, capitalise on the Women's World mm. Cup to grow the game? Good question. Mm. Well, Interesting I think one. we've we've already seen little bits and pieces of. Um, uh, I think Coopers they announced a couple of million dollars to go into Coopers before the World Cup to mm-hmm. upgrade the capacity by I think about five thousand or something like that. So oh, that's nice. that sort of stuff is what's going to be the yeah. Big they're impact. not even guaranteed a game in South Australia, but they're putting the money in. Yeah, to try and, and get it. They've they've just announced I think a twenty million dollar football f- football facility uh, north of Perth. I think it was announced before the World Cup announcement, but it's that sort of things that are in the pipeline that will help with that. So didn't Brisbane Raw have a um, new facility that they are getting been going up and on running? for a while, I think. Yeah. They put the That's old Brisbane Raw then they I put the old Brisbane Raw logo on the plans rather yeah. than the new one. <laughs> that surprised me. Uh, but I, yeah, I think I think the announcement That's such an A League thing to do. Know, <laughs> the the announcement will give uh, football bodies good Leverage to yep. lobby the but they have to, to make sure funding. they leverage it correctly. Yeah, they and can't. that's the issue. Yeah, <laughs> I can't yeah. see it benefiting the coast all too much. I can't see us getting a game. I can see Newcastle getting a game. I was going to say, had have, have we can host a team probably, but that's have they it. concretely announced where the games will be? No. I thought there were the stadiums in the bid book. I thought oh, they were okay, too. Well, not the full plan though. I, no, I, don't, I don't think it was a full plan, but no. yeah, like you say, I don't see us. I'd love us to get a game. Mm. Um, at the very least, have us as a hub for a couple of teams um, to travel to Sydney or to Newcastle where the games will be played. Even a friendly before the cup kicks off. I, yeah, I, I, cool. I could see that happening, definitely. Because mm. we didn't get an Asian Cup game either, did we? No. no, I don't think the stadium so was up to the scratch for the... small. It'd be a shame if we missed that on both. We didn't even get to host a team because the mayor was too lazy. Mm. Mariners might only be able to really capitalise if we can actually get our team across the line. Once Our W League team yeah. across the line. Once Agreed. we can do that, yeah. then we can start thinking about how the fact is that those sets of fans aren't necessarily the same fans, A-League fans and W-League fans. And that's a good thing because those people uh, can be, you know, cross-sold. Cross, yep. And uh, we hope that's that's the how we grow um, out of it. But um, while we don't have a W-League team, it's hard locally to do that. Mm. Um, so, yeah, fingers crossed that's what we can do and we can, you know, see a new set of fans becoming and uh, sometimes... Crossing over. That'll be the go. Uh, Johnny Needham asked about who's staying joining. We've already kind of talked about that, unless he's talking about us. Are you uh, staying? Us on the pod. We're all kind of staying. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> who's, who's joining? I don't mm. know. We had a couple of cameos last year. Last season. This <coughs> season. It feels like last year. Right. Coast football. What, what's that word? It says Deadwood there. Is that, oh, no, that's not about me. Sorry. <laughs> FFC Mariner. No, we, are not, we are not signing George Deadwood. <laughs> Any new signings to replace Harold or Kim? Uh, we've got a couple of trialists. So we spoke about that with yeah. Sean. Obviously, there's ITC issues with, with Mickey Classic. Unfortunately, <coughs> Travis Major and, and Nick Olsen, who won't be able to come in, but might be picking up Mickey Neal then. Have we been able to cut loose any of their very expensive Deadwood <laughs> clogging up our cap? No no um, prizes for guessing who sent that one in. <laughs> Can't wait for the end of the season, Cull. Uh, yeah. 
you got to be, you know, careful <clears throat> in your pruning. <laughs> what should we be looking to achieve on and off the field leading up to the new conclusion of the season? Adam pruning. Thompson. Um, hopefully pick up at least a point. At least one point. <laughs> one point in <laughs> four games. Three, three games. Yeah. Three games. Uh, oh, no, four. Four. One, one. Yeah, four. Um, I realistically... I. Give us one win for God's give sake. Us, give us a win against Newcastle and I don't give a shit about what happens yeah. for the rest of it. Huh? I mm. totally agree. Look, uh, uh, Tottenham beat Arsenal. Yeah, exactly. I saw yeah. that 2-1. Yeah, 2-1. Yeah, I saw yeah. Arsenal scored first. Yeah, it was a good then, goal. Yeah, oh, it was a banger. But and then, then Arsenal scored. That's because <laughs> no, they've got that Tottenham scored Louise like straight away. Yeah, yeah, Louise. Yeah, he looks like a clown. It was 37 <laughs> seconds, I think. It was really quick. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Josh, thoughts? Josh is leaving. <laughs> I turned off my microphone so I didn't swear and um, go off. We are finishing ahead of victory. (laughs) (laughs) Only if... I thought you were going to say Liverpool were going to finish in front of everybody, which we already know. Get a points (laughs) deduction or something. If they've broken the salary cap. If we we get the win against Newcastle, it's all to play for. Because what is it? Seven points behind with 12 points to play for. Mm -hmm. And we play victory in the last round. Yep. But they've got five games. We need them to forfeit. Yeah. So, and they've we lost. They've lost Grumpy Toivo. Forfeit. Give us a three. Got a win. new coach. Could yeah, to- Toivo's gone. The best we can hope for is a wooden spoon with an asterisk next to it, because <laughs> the season hasn't been able to con- uh, to finish. I wanted the season to finish and be cancelled, but then I'm a Liverpool supporter. Oh, what if it gets through to the last game and we're only like three points behind and they have to cancel it because someone's test positive? P- oh. test positive. <laughs> then we finish ahead of victory, surely. Yeah. Just. <laughs> No, just can't, just can't avoid it. Null and void. See you later. If your player, don't get a t- yeah, yeah, make it, make it. If your player is the reason that the season oh, is cancelled, yes. you finish last. Three point deduction. Yes. No, you just automatically go. Oh, go like to the a bottom. red flag in yeah. qualifying. In, yeah. So in the F one. So if, <laughs> so if a Sydney the, player, <laughs> if a Sydney player tests positive, they automatically finish last. We're solving A league problems. Yes. Flip here. the table on its So head. Oh, yes. what you're saying go is we need a Trojan horse. I know the guy. He licks handrails. Someone go to Kashula and rub everything and then go to the Sydney FC training ground. <laughs> oh, bro. Yeah, nice. Um, final question from Dire Straits 05. Love your handle, John Simmons. Um, what's the latest on player movement and new ownership movement? Um, player movement, we can't really say anything about until the new CBA is done, as Sean said. New ownership movement, I don't think... Is Pete's calling Jeff Bezos tomorrow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, I like what, but I like what Johnny did there. Eh? New ownership movement, eh? Hey, we need some. Right. We don't have any tipping information because there's been nothing to tip on. Nah, table is as it was. Kyle Morrow's yeah, still have, first. We're going to have to tip. Right, upcoming games. We've got Perth this weekend. Excited? I'm excited to go to the stadium in July and don't have to sweat my balls off. I'm excited mm. just to go back to the stadium. I'm a little bit scared. Agreed, Me too. Awesome. I'm, I'm in the boat with Morrow on this one. I'm. You don't know who's going to have it. Mm-hmm. So I'll be fine. That. I'm not worried. <laughs> I, I'm I'm worried about going, but I also know it's just a cold, right? Okay. How <laughs> <laughs> it's just a bit of a scratch. How on a knife edge <laughs> this club has been recently. So I want to experience as many games as I can mm. in case the worst happens. Mm. I finally get to make my bow as the A League ground announcer. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. I do like that. That is good. Yeah. The last one was yeah. absolutely finally, shocking. Finally. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Mark. 
making a step up to the big leagues from the uh, from the MYL. Yeah. Do you want some help? Yeah, yeah, get in. Yeah, absolutely. I have a small oh, is concern. Dan vacuuming. We're <laughs> <laughs> kicking us out. I, I have a small concern. Mm-hmm. The, the scared bit. It is a little bit, you know, scared. I might get a disease and die or something like that by going to the football. But mm-hmm. but what if we become the next uh, crossroads hotel? Yes. <laughs> so so four and a half Mariners thousand people. Fans, <laughs> Mariners fans well, start restart New South Wales COVID. That's how that it kicked had, off in Italy. Yeah, if that's from the UEFA League game, oh, if UEFA yeah, game or something. Yeah, yeah. If, I just that 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 uh, headline would be devastating. Put it that way. Hey, it would be so Mariners esque though. I was no, about to say don't, it's don't, really don't, good exposure. It. it would don't. get us on the front page. <laughs> Imagine the exposure. You see what he yes. did there. Oh. You get fifty-seven exposures exposure. if you're the new COVID cluster. That's how it works. <laughs> <laughs> Exposure points. And Mike Charlesworth is will wet the bed. I'm <laughs> <be> so happy. <laughs> Hello, Mike. That's it. Oh, oh, man. Exposure that we don't have to pay for. That's all what this club is about. Hmm. I'm, going, I'm going too hard. I'm putting the microphone down. <laughs> I think the big question, will Marvin wear a mask? Oh, it, he'd have to get one specially made, surely. Hmm. Mm, yeah, he would. He's got a funny shaped head for a mask. big old he head. Does. Yeah, <laughs> for a Viking. Yeah. yeah. So, sort of a pair of old wife. I'm starting to see stuff out of the corner of my eyes. Let's wrap this one up quickly. <laughs> Little eye floaties. We've got um, the Jets game on the 24th. We've been outside for too long. <clears throat> That's got to be the the only like if we only win one game, let it be that. Please. The grand final. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Uh, West Sydney Wanderers. On the 27th, and then uh, we've got a to be confirmed forfeit. victory game. Yeah, they'll probably forfeit. <laughs> it's yeah. obvious to me. I mean, well, last I heard, that could be at Bank West, but you know, there's still every chance that it could be at Central Coast Stadium, so we'll see. I hope they have put it the state the Central Coast Stadium because that pitch down there is absolutely terrible. A mm, few NRL players and have already done their own deals on it. The NRL, yeah. Yep. All right. Well, that's probably the worst. One of the worst shows we've done. <laughs> hey, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the hell out. I of think that. the what listeners are, are going to enjoy it. What you talking about? Let us know. <laughs> Give us your feedback, please. Phone one three hundred Jeff Bezos. Don't be too harsh. <laughs> Everybody call Amazon Australia tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, yes. If every single listener wants to, um, yeah, just email Jeff Bezos. Just go for it. Yep. Yeah. Or Red Bull. Alright, well as the vacuum draws near, I think it's time for us to say goodbye. Thank you for listening. We'll be back um, when we're back. I don't know when that'll be. Oh hopefully soon. Mm, depends how lockdown goes. Love you, see you bye. Love you too. See you at the game. Maybe bye. That's a starting song. Yeah, I know, but still.